Hello, I'm Giles Lewin, a fiddle player and one of the musicians working on the Digital Miscellanies Index. This podcast is about music in the miscellanies, what evidence we have of it and how I've approached it as a performer. Many of the collections within the index combine verse and music and it's hard sometimes to distinguish between miscellanies and songbooks. Lots of the poems included are entitled songs and sometimes the title of a tune is given yet they have no musical notation giving no indication of how they were supposed to be sung. And many songs have no indication of tune at all. At first glance, we wondered whether these pieces were actually meant to be sung. But one thing we've come to realise by working on this material is just how much music was assumed to be known by the average reader. Editors didn't need to provide notation because they were relying on their readers' knowledge of a massive database of popular music. Sometimes we can see the evidence of this popular musical knowledge in the clues which songs contain within them. Let's take, for example, the song James and Susan. The popularity of this song is attested to by its appearance in no less than 25 songbooks. It's a comic mock pastoral dialogue between two lovers too shy to proclaim their love to one another until, finally, James confesses and they vow to wed that very day. The song has no tune specified nor notation given, so how do we go about finding a tune? Well, the first step would be to look at the metrical structure of the verse. Prithee, Susan, what doth muse on by this doleful spring? You are, I fear, in love, my dear, alas, poor thing. It's quite jaunty, and the short second and fourth lines preclude many of the usual contenders. But looking on through the song, in the penultimate stanza we come to the lines And when we shall wedded be, then we'll have a ball, and dance about, in and out, up tails all. Up tails all is a tune which appears in John Playford's popular collection of dance music, The English Dancing Master, first published in 1651. It certainly fits nicely with the unusual metre of the verse, and that final little refrain seems to clinch it. And when we shall wed it be, then we'll have a ball, and dance about, in and out, up tails all. In the final stanza, we find a reference to another tune. When that is done and all are gone, I'll show thee other feet and have a dance called in France the shaking of the sheets. Apart from the obvious enjoyment of the sexual innuendo in the titles of both these tunes, the shaking of the sheets would have been more familiar as the tune for the ballad The Doleful Dance of Death. The mention of France here 
seems to be a jibe against the French dancing masters employed in many wealthy households and ridiculed for their fancy airs and pretensions. English country dances were popular in France too. In preparing this and other popular songs from the miscellanies for performance, we've become aware of a very different relationship between words and music that 18th century listeners would have had compared to their modern counterparts. The subservience of music to words is alien to the present-day listener. The use of the same tune for many different sets of words often required changes of rhythm and melodic alteration to a degree that we would regard as butchery. But the frequent interplay between texts in an accepted body of popular knowledge adds a richness and depth seldom found in popular music today.